Welcome to the PRISM Podcast. PRISM North America is a K-12 school system committed to building a sanctuary for children and families in North America. PRISM is a Northgate school, and this is our podcast. Welcome to the PRISM Podcast. My name is Misty Newcomb. I'm the superintendent of PRISM North America, and this is our podcast. We have a really special group of people tonight joining us to close out the book study that we've been doing. If you've been following along, you know that over the last, goodness, several months since the beginning of the school year, we have been engaged in a PRISM North America book study, reading the book Shepherding a Child's Heart by Ted Tripp. We've had parents come talk about different chapters. We've had experts come and talk about different concepts as we've gone through the book. And tonight we are going to close it out with some uh, PRISM families from across PRISM North America who are going to share the impact on their home. And what I hope as you listen to this, whether you're in your car or listen while you fold laundry on the weekend, I hope that all of our families can hear just how the the application of this of this book study, um, what the what that's looked like inside of different homes, and can see a way for each of us to apply what we're learning inside of these book studies and apply what we're hearing inside of these conversations into our homes in a way that will build and strengthen our families. So joining me tonight, we have, actually, we're going coast to coast tonight. We've got families all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast. Tonya, why don't you start off and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, it's really nice to be here, Misty, so thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Tonya Davis, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, me and my husband have three children, two of which go to PRISM, uh, and they have for the last three years. Uh, so we have a two-year-old, Olivia, who stays at home with me, and then we have Joshua, who is in first grade, and Nevaeh, who's in seventh grade. Great. And Nathan, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. My name is Nathan Arp. I'm in Atlanta uh, at the Atlanta campus. Um, I have uh, four children in PRISM, uh, three in middle school, an eighth grader and two sixth graders, and then one elementary uh, first grader. And then we have one that's three years old and not quite yet there. So uh, maybe in a couple years. Yeah, great. All right. And Tasha, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, hello, everyone. Um, my name is Tasha Moreno. Um, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, my husband, Daniel, and I, we have two daughters. Uh that are, uh, they go to PRISM, the Arizona campus. Um, we have Bella, who is 13, and she's in seventh grade. Uh, we have Gracie, who is 10, almost 11. Uh, she's in fifth grade this year. Great. Well, thank you all for, for joining us. For those, um, you know, who are listening to this on Sunday morning, we are actually recording this pretty late in the evening for, for most of our families. So we really appreciate you guys giving of your precious, precious nighttime to participate in this. I want to just start, and Nathan, why don't we start with you? Let's let's just talk about general impact from the book study, from from reading the book, the podcast series this semester. What has, what's been the overall impact for you and for your family? 
There were two areas that Welcome were really Welcome to the Prison Podcast. Uh, My name is Misty Newcomb, the first was superintendent of Prison North America, and this is our podcast. And it was talking we about have the a really special group of, of people the, tonight joining us the heart, to um, close out up, the book study that we've been doing. Um, if you've been following along, kids, you know it's, that... It's not an issue of justice. It's, it's an issue of the heart. Yeah. And, and that became a very practical thing, um, even in just how I relate to my children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that everyone's heart is, is the core of the, is the core of their actions. And so dealing with the heart rather than what's fair or who's right, um, became, became the most important thing in this time. And the other thing really was, was one thing that, um, I'd, I'd kind of heard before, but hadn't really thought of it in this way. And it was that whereas, it is, of course, and we. I, I think I. I think all of us probably grew up hearing Ephesians six one. Mm-hmm. Children obey your parents. I know I did. Mm-hmm. It, I heard it a lot, <laughs> but, but, you know, not hearing it with the responsibility that the child has that 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 responsibility is not to the parents, but that's the responsibility before God, and then. The other side of that is that the parents have a responsibility before God to raise the children up in the way that they should go. And so when it when it comes to the responsibilities that we have before God, we're really on equal footing with our children before God because we all have our own individual responsibility there. And so and so on that level it's like you can talk spirit to spirit with your child. Mm after dealing with those things to teach your child in the way that they should go. And I've, I've found that working with the, with the teenagers as well as the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. I mean, it's a, I, I feel like this time around inside of the, the book study and the podcast, that was actually one of the things that impressed me as well was just the tremendous responsibility we have be, really before God and to really bring our kids into that understanding that this time around, I heard, I heard it a little more deeply that shepherding a child's heart is not just getting that in your kid's head. Hey, you need to follow God, but really bringing them to a place where they see their responsibility to God and they see their responsibility before him and his, his goodness to them and his sovereignty in their life. And, uh, and I thought that was, that was really good. Uh, really good. So yeah, that's great feedback. Tonya, what about you? What was the most, what was the, the, describe the impact inside of your home? Yeah, I I think a lot of the things that Nathan mentioned were similar, but you know, it's, you get pregnant or you you get a child right and people always give you this book like what to expect when you're expecting and then all of the the sequels you know and it's like yeah that's all great knowledge but I think this was it felt like a resource that God gave in a particular season for our family um particularly when you have kids at different stages you know so we have a toddler who has certain requirements we have an elementary school child who has other needs you know and then we have a preteen you know who's in middle school and um, all of their needs and, and just their, their orientations are all very different, you know, and sometimes it feels like a pressure cooker is like how I would describe it in the house. Like when you're trying to do so much and do it right and it's just building up and building up. And then every now and then someone hits the steam button and and then you restart and you, you reset. And, uh, I feel like the book really kind of highlighted the stewardship aspect of parenting and like the shepherding aspect. It's like, you know, we all, 
have to look at our goals. And that was a big thing, I think, for us is we want our kids to be successful and we want them to, to be saved. We want them to have salvation, but neither of those things are really in our control. Um, and perspective, this perspective shift, when you realize that and you take a step back and, and just say, you know what, my job is not to save you or make you a good person, but to give you the tools and to train you up, you know, that scripture in Proverbs, so that when you have to make the choice to follow God and to, you know, by grace, you will, and you'll have, and you'll have the tools and, and the ground will be, have been tilled and be fertile. And so that was really one of the biggest aspects, uh, impacts for us in our home was, Hey, you know what? Like in, in every season, mm-hmm. we're going to give you the word. We're going to discover who you are in God. We're going to, uh, you know, give you the tools so that when the time comes for you to make that choice, we will have put you on the right trajectory to do so, you know, and it was really like freeing for us as parents. And I think also too, just coming together along the discussion questions at the end of the chapter were really helpful in our home for me and my husband to get on the same page, you know, because as the seasons are busy, um, you know, you parent together and you're building the same principles and the same values, but even just making sure that we're looking at, okay, what language are we using, you know, or are there things um, from our upbringing that have seeped into the way that we're raising our children that we don't, that, you know, that God has not ordained to be present in our home. Um, and really being able to sit down and have deep conversations about, you know, what do we need to discard? What do we need to add? You know, where are the areas that we need to, to pray for God to really invest and deposit his spirit in our home was, was really helpful. And so I think those are the major impacts. Um, from the book that that have helped us. I think that's really great, really great feedback. And I think that is one of the things that I I really hope did come out of this. And I'm really glad to hear you say that really bringing families together and having these conversations like you were just describing with husbands and wives talking about raising their kids and are we using the same language and and kind of resetting. And I think that's a really powerful gift that we can we can bring, bring to our kids. So I'm really glad you, you brought that up. Tasha, talk to us a little bit about the impact in your home. Yeah. Well, um, I, I really was thinking about, uh, just the way that the book study was done, uh, that it was really just felt like parents were brought into, um, just a, a community aspect. Um, we were invited to to do this book study together as a school, and uh, and just really appreciated the uh, the weekly podcasts that would come through. And you know, you know, reading it alone, I I don't feel that I would have had the same understanding or the same takeaway. Uh, it, as I did doing it, uh, doing it as a community, doing it as a school community. I even, I even felt like in the home, you know, my husband and I would read chapters separately on our own time. And, and there would just come a place where we, we really had to sit down and, and read the chapter together and, and discuss it and, and agree on, on the things that the book was saying. Um, so I just really appreciated that aspect. Um, I know we we had a lot of parents locally that were participating in the book study, and and it was good to just have dialogue together and say, hey, you know, uh, I gotta come up in this area of parenting, and and be like, me too, and and so just knowing that we were doing it together, there was a good accountability. 
Yeah, I really, I really love that perspective. There's so much value in just raising your kids inside of a community context. And one of the things that I really appreciated about this podcast and about this book study that we did together is it really brought that community context front and center, even though there's this huge geographic spread we're all still saying, Hey, these are, we're, we're committed to these principles because we're committed to the word of God and to raising our kids by the word of God. And that I feel like it, it, it is so helpful and it's so good for our kids to be inside of that community context and look over at the family next to them and see like, okay, every family's got a different flavor, but we're all operating by the same values. And uh, that, that is such a powerful reinforcement to our kids and that kind of leads me to the next section. And Tasha, I think we'll just I think we'll just start over with you um, and and kind of go in the in the opposite direction again. Why don't you tell us like what has the practical application of that look like inside of your home? What has it how have you been able to practically take the the principles and the things that we're discussing either in the podcast or directly from the book and, and apply them inside your home? What's that look like? I think really it has first had to be uh just a really deep reflection of my own, of my own self. Like, you know, our kids often are like a copy and paste version. Uh, A lot of times our, our issues kind of come out in our kids. And so, and so I would say that that really has been the first app, like application is to really assess um, issues of my own heart um, and, and really just repent and purge myself of those things. And so just really learning how to communicate better with, with our daughters and, and identifying areas of the heart, but really wanting to build a relationship where it's like, they, they do see, um, like Christ through us and, and they want to obey because of a a relationship that they're forming with, with the Lord as well. So, so those are just a few applications. Yeah. I think that's really great. My husband and I were talking one time and, you know, your kids are, just by definition of the age of life that you have them in your home, they are immature. Not, it's not a bad thing. It's not a judgment call. It's just, they're not their most mature form or their most mature self by definition. A first grader is not as mature as a fifth grader, as an adult. And so they really (laughs) are like this big, gigantic, immature magnifying glass. That really highlight your own issues. And Clay and I have talked over and over, you know, you're, you're dealing with something in your home and you look at your kid and you're like, yeah, that you got from me. And that are, that is like, I feel like I'm looking in a mirror at kind of a, a less filtered version of myself. And it really does call we as parents. And I think that this is one of the toughest parts about parenting, but also one of the best parts about parenting. We have to change internally first. We, you know, we have to, and it doesn't mean that you can't ask your child to grow, you know, in any way, but if, unless you're perfect, but just, there's a constant push to, to, you know, deal with your own issues because you might not want to ask too much of your own child because you're like, well, I don't want to ask that because I feel like that's you know, this or that or that. And it's really pointing back to your own issues with not asking, you know, of people. And, uh, and so you have to really deal with, adjust yourself, calibrate yourself to be an effective parent and to really give your kids the compass that we want them to graduate from. So I think that's a really, a really great thing. And there's grace for us, just like there's grace for our kids. And so when we point our kids back to obedience to God, we're also pointing ourselves right back there. So I think that's, that's a wonderful, a wonderful description. Tonya, how, how have you guys applied this practically inside your home? Yeah, that's where it starts, right? Repentance and humility. And so 
that's, I mean, the, I think the first area of application um, for us has really been going to God and, and saying, search me, oh Lord, yeah. my innermost parts, you know, my innermost being and show me the things because we don't, we don't want external change. It's like, like for our kids, we don't want their conduct and behavior to change, but their hearts are the same, you know, and that's not really transformation. And, and it was the same for us. It's like, we didn't want to and don't want to uh, change our external behavior, you know, because we recognize areas that maybe are not the best, but then it's not lasting, you know, it's like, we really want transformation um, and to apply these principles. And so that was the first place is like, you know, just Lord help us to be humble and and really learn to communicate with our kids. And, and that was really great. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, how have you guys applied this in your home? Yeah. So I, um, I mean, actually echoing what has been said already the the first thing is that the responsibility lies with us um, mm-hmm. as parents that it's that it's not some kind of super nanny do these 10 steps mm-hmm. and put them in timeout kind of thing that's going to actually develop good human beings but it's it's pointing them to the word of god you know and so showing them as best we can their heart position rather than they're wrong in the discipline the discipline issue or or who's right and who's wrong mm-hmm. in the argument that they might have with their sibling you know it bringing it back to well well what about you you know what's what's really going on inside you um and even when it comes down to an issue that's that's very practical uh, in the sense of you know, maybe a child doesn't turn in their homework on time or something like that. It's like, well, why? What What's behind that? And so that that practically works itself out into into pointing out that thing. Yeah. Why Why is that more important? Why is that more important than this? You You needed to do this schoolwork, and yeah, I know schoolwork's not fun, but that schoolwork is what you're required to do by us and by your school, and you stand in responsibility before God to do that, you know, always pointing it back to to the Word of God and to their responsibility before God himself, because that's who we're responsible to. Yeah, yeah. These are, these are really great, great applications, and thinking about just all the... Um, just that there's so many practical ways that these things come back into our home. But I think that all of you brought up this idea, this, this, all of you kind of echoed the same thing that it really does start in us first. And I think, you know, for, I don't know about y'all, but I, I was raised in the church. And as I grew up, there would be a lot of people who would fall away and be like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And I, I, you know, I lived in my friend's homes. I hung out with them a lot and saw what life was like behind outside of church. And a lot of times you would see these really disparate lifestyles from what they said on Sunday and what they lived Monday through Friday. And the, the, the principles of the kingdom of heaven build life that the, the rules, the statutes, the mandates, the directives that God gives us, they truly create this circle of safety. And inside of those things, there is safety outside of it. It is not safe. And I think that one of the things that can be really embittering to children is when they're hearing those words, but their life and what they experience is incongruent with the word and standards of God. And therefore their home isn't inside the circle of safety. And so there's this constant distinction between what's happening in the home and what's being said. 
whether that be at church or even in the home. And I think what I hear all of you saying is that you're, this book study brought you to a greater recognition of needing to yourselves become more mature and become more, you know, more congruent with the, with the standards and expectations of the word of God. And I think that that ultimately is what builds a safe home, right? Is that when we bring that in our function as portals of the grace of God for our families and inside of our home. And I, I, that is one big outcome that I think is really important because I can't predict today what parents 10 years from now will struggle with, with raising their kids. I I don't think that 10 years ago, I would have thought that some of the challenges we have as parents today are, you know, what y'all are experiencing with your seven, eight, nine-year-olds are, it's actually different than what I experienced with my seven and eight and nine-year-olds. And that's actually very different than what my parents experienced with me. And I think that that's, um, you know, the challenges somewhat change, but the principles that we live by don't, they stay the same and they, they last forever and they're always safe and they always create safety. And they, those boundaries always create a healthy environment for our kids to grow up in. And I think that this, the emphasis here is we need the salvation and grace of God. We need to live our lives inside that current of grace that he offers us. And we need to bring our kids along underneath that. And for us to be able to bring our kids there, we first have to change. We first have to be there ourselves. We have to come into that frequency and be a portal for our families. You know, I think it would be good to end this discussion with a prayer for all of our families who are building their homes, who've listened to the podcast, who've read the books, who've made commitments to partner together, husbands and wives, to shepherd their children, and to themselves grow more into maturity as individuals and as couples, and, and who've, who've sought to build their homes as sanctuaries for their children. So I just want to just want to pray for all of our families. Lord, we do we do thank you. We, we know your word says, unless the Lord builds the home, those who labor work in vain. So we just pray over all the homes of the families listening in that you would build our homes, build our children, give parents insight and understanding to know when and how to speak into their kids' lives, when and how to discipline, how to craft conversations, give us greater capacity as parents and greater maturity so that we can, we can bring greater impact when we speak into our kids because we're not just building off of, you know, our words, but off our actions, off of the lifestyles that we've built and, and that they can see that maturity and they can see that growth and that, that journey. And, and it can serve as a model, give, strengthen our marriages so that our children are, are being raised by parents who are united and who love each other and who honor you in their relationships. Hear the conversations in our homes as people have shared today that this, this whole journey has brought in more conversations conversations inside their homes and and brought husbands and, and wives together to sit down and talk through what are our values. Parents have talked with their children and are, are shaping things. Hear those conversations and be honored in them and release your grace to our families as they seek to have those conversations with their kids, with their, with their spouses, with each other, and, and hear those conversations, be honored and, and let that be a trigger of, of grace into our homes. As we, as we talk, as we call out to you, as we seek your, your ability, your grace, your strength to build our homes, release that grace into our families, God, release that grace into parents to truly shepherd and build and construct homes that are sanctuaries for the children inside of, of this context. In Jesus name, we pray. Thank you, God, for bringing us resource. And thank you for all the families that who have joined together to, to participate in these studies. And, and really, I, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been a part of the book study, who's uh, been a part either as a 
reader, as a listener, as a participant on a podcast, or as someone who has just sat down with another family inside of your community and talked about these things. I just want to thank you all. This has been a great podcast and um, especially thank you all, the, the three of you who joined us tonight. This podcast is a production of Prism North America. You can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you access quality podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. To learn more about Prism, visit us at our website, www.prismnorthamerica.org.